Warning. This program is intended for adults only. What you're about to listen to contains explicit language, sexual topics, and don't be surprised if you get wet. You've just tuned into Pussy Boss with your host, Victoria Lynn. So, we were talking about boys, right? And their and virginity and how you would approach it with the youngers and how they get, in a sense, I guess. I feel like it's like men are given like, don't go have sex with that girl, but you're a man, show your dick. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm exactly. saying? Exactly. It's like yeah. when they come home, their dad is like, so did you get laid? Yeah. Yeah. Like, right. Okay. I mean, how many guys? I don't know, but I actually know a few guys whose uh, dads bought them hookers. Really? Yeah, for their virginity. Wow. What? Yeah. That's crazy. I mean, I've, watch, I've, they, like, they have an episode about that. that in Californication. Oh, what a great show. I love that show. But that is, okay, so you know what I think? The David Duchovny character there, I think that character is what real men are like. I think if you allowed men to be men and they didn't feel they had to. So I was, I was, there's a lot of the guys I seem to like, they put this facade on, right? It's almost like I like to break through the facade, you know, mm-hmm. but like they put this facade on. And I feel like the reason people put these facades on women do it too, but we do it because we're told we're supposed to be something right. I think, I think men just aren't emotional like women. So mm-hmm. if men could be as blunt as they want, like think about your partner. If your partner could say whatever the fuck they want to you without you be like, or even maybe if you just cry, just they just want to be, able, but they can't handle it because men are like, oh my god, emotion! Oh my yeah. god, emotion! Oh my god. I don't know yeah. how to handle this. Exactly, like what am I gonna do? So it's like <laughs> they'd rather just not say it, but then they, it's like pent up aggression. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Right. Right. Yes. It. <laughs> it's like they're yes. mad. They're angry. Like, well, you don't want. How many guys have told you this? Well, I tried to do this because you said it, but you can't actually tell me what you want. I did this for you. And you're like, well, like I was talking to my therapist one day, right? And I said, I'm mad at him because he did this, this, and this. And she goes, okay, but what did he actually do to you? And I was like, she's right i'm <laughs> angry and hey. doing all this stuff but it is nothing to me wait what my whole life has just been rocked like ah, <laughs> oh, there's something wrong with me there's something wrong with all of us <laughs> we're crazy that's, that's what we need yeah we're all that's what we need to understand right yeah. is there something but like so like we sit here and like I feel like right now as women as just not even just women but like with everything going on in our culture right now and everybody in my opinion everybody being segregated into something if it's not race it's gender it's not gender it's sexuality if it's not sexuality it's religion right we, the list could go on and on mm-hmm. and on and everybody's fighting for what they want but if we would just be who we are why do we have to fight it why do mm-hmm. we have to fight it exactly who cares like, what is it to you? Like, yeah, what it, why it's not are affecting we, your life at all. Why are we constantly fighting it? And the thing is, even with something like virginity, why are we fighting the idea of that, uh, like, this is, people are, this is going to sound bad. Just FYI, I'm forewarning, foreshadowing. <laughs> but, you know, in other countries, when a girl gets her period, they have babies. Mm-hmm. Tribes. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying that at all that child pedophilia or anything like that is right 
But what I'm saying is, is where do we decide as, as a society as that, okay, it's no longer when you get your period, it's now when you're 18 or mm -hmm. when you're 21 or whatever, right. you know, where did that come from? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe it could have like something to do with like psychologically, maybe psychologically you're not like, you know how they say men are um, emotionally mature later than women, yes. like or yes. mature, whatever the case is. Yes. I think it, it also has to do with like a woman too. Like when you first get your period, that could be like nine years old. Yeah. you know so yeah. i guess like I, obviously at that age you're not emotionally mature but like i was saying before like what's the difference between 16 and 18 yeah too you know yeah. when i lost my virginity versus 18 years old i still don't think that 18 year olds are emotionally ready to have sex at all imagine yeah. you at 18 like me at 18 andy at 18 i was having sex all the time like yeah. we were just I like always having sex and now like after after i had my daughter like i i don't have that drive anymore like it's just different really? you know so it's just yeah it really is it really is i don't know and it like it obviously sucks for him but like for yeah. me my mind is everywhere right now like my daughter i'm finishing school um yeah. the podcast just a lot of different responsibilities do you think that's though because and I don't really know your life, so I'm just coming out mm -hmm. here saying this. But, like, for me, right, I feel like what held me back, not held me back, but what changed the dynamic of my life is that I decided to change course, right, and kind of focus on my writing and my podcast. And that was, mm -hmm. like, what, now, like, five, six years ago. So versus if I had stayed in the relationship that I was in and I had had a child, and started doing that I'd put in a sense me on the back burner mm -hmm, absolutely so, so do you, yeah I feel like maybe that feeling you're getting is because you you just have put yourself on the back burner I think so too you're absolutely like that's what my like if I went to therapy right now that's what my therapist would say <laughs> like absolutely <laughs> well you know thousand percent I'm in it's therapy like... so you're welcome I pay 200 <laughs> a month for it <laughs> send me a bill yeah. <laughs> Um, but no, totally. Uh, 100%. Like, I know this. And like, I say it to myself all the time. I'm like, you need more self care, like you need to do something for you. And honestly, like, this podcast has 1000% helped with that. Just being able to come on here, yeah. and like do something else, get away from the yeah. chaos of the house, you know? Yeah. Um, and definitely, like, I played this mother role for such like when I was already I was so young I was 21 when I found out that I was pregnant wow. and 22 when I had my daughter no 22 throughout my pregnancy and then when I turned 23 like so you're still baby summer. so you're only what 26 27 27 and Andy mm -hmm. how old are you 26 okay so you're okay let me tell you something that y'all are gonna learn when you hit 30, you think you were sexual now? Just wait till you hit fucking 30. Yeah? All right, so oh. there's still hope for me? Really? <laughs> Lots of hope, even more. <laughs> Honestly, I feel like, well, now that I'm older, I actually fuck younger dudes. Okay. Older dudes can't have sex multiple times. I can keep going. All right. 
you know, like, no. And also by the time I was 30, I was so more liberated with my body. I didn't worry. I'm, I felt more comfortable. I didn't care as much about things that happen. Right. And also I was, I'm over the fact, or at least of at this point in my life right now, I'm over looking for love or whatever the fuck it is. I just want to have sex, right? So I, where I'm at, my life is different, obviously, than you guys. But yeah, like, mm -hmm. I mean, you guys already found love. So I mean, yeah, eventually you're going to be like, I just want food. <laughs> and so, I mean, my masturbate, I went from never masturbating to masturbating all the time. Wow. You know, that's crazy that you say that because like, that's something that I just recently felt comfortable even talking about. Masturbation. Yeah. It was yeah. something that I was never, ever, I was like, now I don't watch porn. What are you talking about? Like at a party? Girl, and I'm the one that all my friends, I've been telling all, well, actually, so my one girlfriend who you would think from the outside is a prude, but is not. She's the one who was like, girl, you need to be double clicking that mouse. You need to go up and have fun. Like, even if you have a man, you need time to yourself. Mm -hmm. And so I started doing it and then I started promoting it kind of in a sense. And then, you know, now it's like, for me, like literally I would be considered a porn addict. I think I said this in the last episode. I watch porn like every day because really? I masturbate every day. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, so what? It's just a mm -hmm. fantasy. I'm not having sex with anyone. What am I supposed right, to do? Right. I'm not, there's nobody you I want You need that follow. release. You need yeah. that release of those, that serotonin, girl. Release yep. that serotonin. Yep. So I told my one girlfriend, I said, girl, you need to get on it. Start having that release. Because she was like, oh, I'm angry and blah, blah, blah. And mm. now she calls me. She's like, yeah, girl, sorry. I was late for a phone call. I was masturbating. <laughs> like, yes. Yeah. I, that's totally a like form of self-care like you have to take care of yourself yeah. and even if you're in a relationship like you might not like want to have sex that week or something or you know you're you're just like overwhelmed with life and you don't want to have sex you just yeah. want that release like that's so important I feel like you yeah know? your body needs it your brain needs it yeah no I agree I think that that's something and I think that it's weird that we feel so odd as women talking about I know, it. I know. Because, I mean, our clit is amazing. <laughs> Hello. Like, I just want to know how many women don't really know about their clit. They might not. I don't know. I was always experimenting with myself since I can remember. I mean, I was watching the porn that was still scrambled. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I saw a tick. A big it's so relatable. I feel like flipping through the channel. I was like, "Wait, what was that?" Yeah, that's, that <laughs> I think I saw something. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. Let me go see what I could decipher before my mom walks in. And see, that's the thing is, I was always so interested on sex, but vir being a virgin was like, "Ooh, I'm a, I'm a princess. I'm perfect. Like mm -hmm. you're gonna love me." Like I was definitely influenced by like all the bullshit Disney shit. Yeah. You know, like I definitely find that one of my issues is I like. And that thing, nothing's ever good enough for me. What do I really want, expect from a spouse or a partner, right? Like, I want all these things, but what is it that's really ultimately going to make me happy? It's because I want this perfection of this guy that yeah. romance and candles and, ooh, baby, and I love you, like, when you have, like, half of those things, then you're like, all right, but you're still not exceeding my expectations. You know and, what I mean? Exactly. And that's, like trouble that I give my fiance like I feel bad most of the time because I'm like 
I'm expecting you to be this way. But then like the other part of me, like the really small selfish part is like, but I know what I deserve. You know what I mean? Like you just expect something. But there's a line that needs to be drawn at a certain point. I think what I learned from my most recent friendship, relationship, whatever, is that you sometimes have to look at yourself and realize that yeah, do I deserve all these things? Yes, but am I really giving real talk this other person everything they deserve themselves? Because exactly. let's be at the end of the day, like, what the fuck do they want? Mm-hmm. I mean, right? Like, I, the the person who one person might, you know, he might want that you just to do your hair, make little things like that, but that makes him feel good. But if you are like, well bitch, I'm fine the way I am, da 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 and he's cool with it, but that's not what he wants. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, totally. I honestly, like, <laughs> that just made me feel so selfish, because now we I'm all- like, I'm like, damn, all right, I'm gonna go upstairs and be like, what do you want? <laughs> let's, let's write a list to each other. <laughs> what do you want? Because now I feel like shit. <laughs> we are selfish. Like, people yeah. need to stop fucking faking. Okay, mm-hmm. totally. we're selfish. People are selfish. People are racist. Sorry, guys. Everybody is downright racist at some point because guess what? That's how minds work. I mean, you know, it's like I I feel like people are sexist. People, I mean, people are everything. That's why we need. To, I feel like even in relationships, the biggest thing that that I take from my my experience is like. I keep saying I want this honest, this friend, all this stuff. And it's like, I got, I, I've gotten very, very close to that. But in the end, what ended up upsetting me was really something I wasn't working on myself with. Mm-hmm. I look back now and I say, oh shit, like with my ex of eight years, like I was just the whole time trying to be who he wanted me to be or who I thought he wanted me to be. I mean, really, that's what I do because I'm trying to constantly please, but that is my problem. That's not their problem, right? That's my problem for thinking I need to change myself for them to love me. Right. Totally. I know. I've been in therapy way too much, guys. (laughs) Your therapist would be so proud of you right now. I know. Well, she actually, she actually is like, you know... (laughs) I know a lot of people and like your willpower and stuff. She's like, I'm very surprised at how good you're doing. I'm like, thanks. <laughs> you know, I'm like, thank you. She's like, I, she's like, most people can't look at themselves. But like, I've always tried to look at myself. But the truth is, is I think I look at myself and I'm still lying to myself. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. There's you definitely know? something I, I have to work on, you know? Yeah. But I think that's normal. I feel like if you don't have anything you have to work on, then there's something wrong. That's definitely true. That's definitely true. Mm-hmm. Okay, Andy, you've been quiet. What are you what are you conjugating <laughs> in that brain of yours? Sorry, I talk a lot when I start smoking and drinking. No, you're, <laughs> you're fine. <laughs> no, but, I'm listening. I'm listening. Um I'm trying to think what part. Um you're like, where do I where do I start? <laughs> funny First of all, Janisa, shut the fuck up. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> um a couple hours ago, I was actually just talking to um, somebody about how it, it didn't start out um, 
sorry, hold on. The other day I was talking to my friend about a similar topic, kind of like this. And it was about me being curious as to like, when I do have kids, if I do have kids, what is going to be really strange for me for to understand what they're doing? Like, for example, I think a lot of us this age now tend to be more open, more emotional and more in tune with who they are as a person. Whereas like my parents or their parents, you know, are not like, and it's a generational thing. Yeah. And it kind of trickles down into like the pedestal that you put virginity on. And I think that's definitely something that um, was, you know, the word virginity was very taboo and it was also very Disney-fied, I guess you could say. Yeah. And princesses and, and that whole like, um, you need to be swept off your feet by this Prince Charming and accept nothing less, you know, from a man until you find this cookie cutter of a, of a person that's going to, you know, treat you like the queen that you are. And then you get older mm. and you realize, hey, that's not really the case. And um, I'm not too sure where I'm going with this, but I'm just, it's just interesting to see how you know, the world is evolving because I don't really feel that even people at 15, 16 now really put the virginity thing on like such a, such a a high pedestal, you know, as well as needing like this, this like having their expectations so high, unrealistically high. And now I think we're a lot more grounded with what to expect, what we want. And things aren't, Things don't shouldn't hold that much weight, like your virginity. It's really not that big of a deal. You yeah, know? I agree. There's a lot of pressure that comes with putting it so high when really like, it's... But you don't think there's pressure with like... So like the things now, right? I had a conversation with an 18-year-old recently and they feel pressure because of the porn that they see and the sex. So they feel pressure to, yeah. to have sex that way. Mm-hmm. So right we feel pressure no matter what honestly i agree i understand what you're saying but i do feel like because of social media we actually are influenced more than ever and that because of that virginity itself the idea of being a virgin is a joke Mm -hmm. no i think that yeah definitely it's considered like a joke right now and i think it's because of the extent that people are willing to go to disregard virginity like but i think mostly what andy's saying is like i think with virginity okay the first time that you lose it okay you lose it but then after that it's more of like experiences Mm -hmm, and also mm -hmm. how are you supposed to know what you like if you don't experience things you have to be married to someone until the day that you die but what if they suck at sex like what if their dick is small what if they have a belly button oh my god like a belly button penis like what if um like i've always like thought of the scenario of like you say you like go home with some guy you met at the bar and he's drunk and you're like really looking forward to it and you both get naked and oh my god and disappointed it's, just, it's just a belly button what do you do all. it's too late i didn't like, no no, no go, he seen you naked. it's never too late it is never too late you get the fuck up and you walk the fuck out i did it that's wow. what I consent did it. is you could say no whenever you want girl oh my <laughs> that god. is no i swear to you this one time this guy i was like nope mm-mm, too small bye 
<laughs> only time I stayed for one that was like eh, was because one he was just so gorgeous like I was like I'll just oh, have wow. sex and then and then he ate pussy so duh and then after we had sex and he ate my pussy he was a singer like he was like this amazing singer and he had his guitar this whole setup in his house and so literally oops so literally <laughs> he sung to me afterwards and I was like I will always remember this. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> I'm glad I came over. Because I had asked him, because this is what I do, right? So on my dating apps, I'll be like, yo, like, can you send me, like, a dick pic? And guys, like, think it's a joke. But I'm like, no, I'm serious. If I'm, gonna fu- if I'm just going to fuck you, I want to know what I'm working with, right? Right. Oh, that's. So, a- I never thought of that. Like, yeah. well, obviously, I've never thought yeah. of that. I've never oh, yeah, that. girl. And but I don't- for people doing that, I've never heard anyone say that. I know. It's like, it's like girls don't like dick things. I'm like, yes, I do. I have a whole collage. I have masturbation videos. I make sure to test them out before I even see them. So, so, but like, so like, I was like, oh, shit. Now I was gonna say the dick pic. I got, I got all excited about dick pics. <laughs> I got totally lost. What was I talking about? Something about dick pics. Fuck, this is why I can't smoke. Like you asked them to send you dick pics. Oh yeah, I asked them to send me dick. Oh okay, so I asked this guy to send me a dick pic, and instead he sends me a video of him, and he's like, "Hey, so I guess this is what you want. Like I'm real." <laughs> Like, no, bitch, I said dick pick. But I still went and saw him because he was hot. It ended up working out. But his dick was, I, if I had looked at his dick first, I would have been like, nah, that was a great Wow, but then he sung to you. Then he sung to me. But that's like, like you a- would have never, You would have never experienced It's like a rare, rare fucking occasion, though. Let's be <laughs> honest, right? Like, I mean, how many guys, well, actually, I've had two guys now sing to me. That's amazing. Yeah, I have some really <laughs> weird would- stories. I would fall in love with him. I don't know. Yeah, seriously. He, girl, and he was so beautiful. I mean, one of the most, be- oh, actually, one of the other most beautiful men that I've ever fucked. He could not fuck. He couldn't, he literally would be like, I'm in, oh, and bust. I'm like, the most sweetest guy, <laughs> oh. oh. And his, I don't even think that his dick was a bad size. I just Poor never guy. saw it hard. Yeah. He tried, I tried so many times. I got tried to get him drunk. Nothing worked. <laughs> nothing worked for him and then I ended up like trying to just friend zone him because I thought he was sweet but like I could tell like he was kind of like, I'm like in love right. yeah and so I said to him oh I just met I just met somebody who looks just like you I think I'm gonna fuck him <laughs> I never heard from him again after that one he was like oh no he was like this whore <laughs> this bitch is crazy <laughs> yeah I know right but so many, I have so many tinder stories it's ridiculous I wow. literally yeah I've been that's doing a whole it. episode girl it's a whole season I have a day <laughs> I mean I probably went on over 200 tinder days wow because when I first moved to LA all I did I didn't have no money so I just needed me a dinner and I have no problem saying that I, I would no, get, your- get your free food girl I, and like one time this guy, we went out and he totally tricked me. First off, he was short as hell and he <laughs> was like skinny as hell. So I was like felt, feeling like I was like towering over him, right? So we go and like he takes me to this bar and I'm just like, God, he's so boring. Like, and I hate it because I, ta- I already talk a lot. I, do- <laughs> I need somebody who can at least conversate with me or like I feel like really weird. So, mm-hmm. so he was like, he's so boring. And then um, I text my friend. I'm like, I need to get out of here. Can you like send me a text, say something happened? 
So she like sends me this text and she's like, oh my God, Sean's in the hospital because he drank too much. He got alcohol poisoning. So I'm like, oh my God, my friend's got alcohol poisoning. And I don't know what happened, but by the time she got to like the end of the story, I had been three drinks in. So now he's not as boring, right? Now I'm like, wait a second. And he's like, let me just buy you one more drink before you go to the hospital. So I'm like, okay, sure. So I get the one more drink. At the time, I, you know, find my friends on your iPhone. My friend still had my location. So she decides to show up with Sean, the person that's supposed to be in the hospital, right? Oh, my God. And her and Sean are standing there drinking. He's also supposed to be in the hospital because he had alcohol poisoning. <laughs> and the dude's like, wow, like, isn't he supposed to be in the hospital? I'm like, yeah, he, like, came back real quick. They pumped his stomach. It's good to go. And he's back at the bar. Yo, what? That's insane. She was like, I gotta go check, make sure this girl isn't dead in the bathroom. Showed up with a guy with alcohol poisoning. Exactly. And then I had to ditch this other guy on Valentine's Day. Straight (laughs) ditched him on Valentine's Day. And I had these girls pretended to be sick in the bathroom. Oh my god. So I pretended to help the one girl and her best friend went out and was like, Look, she's just so drunk and she really likes your friend. Your friend said just to call her later. Oh my God. That he was, definitely knew that was bullshit. Yeah, that was <laughs> like, like yeah, I guess he, I gotta pay the bill too. <laughs> he texted me something like, Yeah, that was some petty shit. I was like, Well, I tried to tell you multiple times. This was literally this Valentine's Day. That's how petty I am. I'm wow. 32 and still doing this. <laughs> Whoops. But all right, guys, we're actually about to close up. So go ahead and tell everybody where they can find you and your podcast. Yes. Okay. So we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts. Um, where else, Andy? And what's the handle? Anywhere that you can find a podcast. It's uh, sorry <laughs> oh, okay. for what? Sorry for what? Sorry for what? Sorry. Where did you come up with that? Originally, we were gonna do blunt broads. Ah, I love and, that. Like I was supposed to like smoke some weed, and it would it was gonna have like a little subliminal message to that. Okay. Um, but then we went on like all these like social media pages, and we found out that somebody already had that podcast, um, and they were like still posting. So then I don't even know. We were just like like sorry, not sorry, and then we're like wait, sorry for what? Like we're not sorry. Go fuck yourself. That. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Well, thank you for coming on Pussy Boss. It was great having you. And I can't wait to, you know, share this with everybody. So guys, make sure to tune into their podcast. Support ladies. Let's go. <laughs> and as always, guys, remember to keep patting that puss. <laughs> awesome. That was so much fun. And I'm like drunk. So. Woo! <laughs>